Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey. And today I have one of my very, very good friends and very amazing compact athletes. A lot of you might already know her, but I really wanted to get her on the podcast. And I know she is very nervous about her English, but her English is amazing. So yeah, I'm really excited for this. So welcome, Chloe, to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. How is everything at the moment? Is it, I don't know, you seem very, very busy. But yeah, tell us what, what's what's the life of Chloe like at the moment? Uh, well, yes, actually I'm really busy because I'm I'm working on some projects because I'm a, a coach. I'm not just a, an athlete, an athlete. Uh, and I, yeah, I have some exciting things coming. <laughs> I was so excited like you seem very busy and it's cool that I don't know like about you but once shows like you finish your shows your energy like you just you put all into your business and it's crazy how many things like for you are are starting to happen now now like you're not competing at the moment like that energy just it shifts and it moves so quickly into something else it's really cool yeah totally because when you are in prep everything is Everything else is on hold, basically. I still have my business, like coaching business that has to keep going, but I can't really uh, grow my business when I'm in prep because the priority is prep. You have mm. to do your cardio, training, nutrition, and you are really tired and you don't really have the head for <laughs> to grow yeah. your business. But uh, yeah, really the shift, uh, the focus has shifted and I'm really uh, trying to, to grow a little bit more now (laughs) so give the listeners a little overview because I think a lot of people especially in the UK for example they I think they found you last year a lot but obviously before last year you have competed already you have done various shows Um, so give us a little brief history as to your competing history maybe why you entered the sport as well and we'll take it from there. Yeah, well, I started competing in uh, two, uh, 2019. Uh, and yeah, in Switzerland, we don't have much shows. We only have IFBB. So I did the Swiss Cup and the Swiss Championship. And I won both show. I won the overall. And uh, at first, I started competing. Just It was just a challenge for me. I didn't even know if I would like uh, competing, if I would like to be on stage, uh, if I will enjoy the process. Actually, I really liked it, like really. <laughs> so yeah, when I won my first pro show, uh, my my first show, sorry, uh, I decided to go to Rome to do a diamond cap, and I saw the potential that I had. Uh, in Rome, I ended up uh, fourth place out of nineteen girls, and so. In the year after, I decided to switch from IFBB to NPC uh, because, yeah, with IFBB, you can turn pro, but then you can't really go higher. You can be in the IFBB elite, but uh, that's it. And also, also, you can't wear comfy shoes like yeah. a hotel. <laughs> that is the most important thing. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We don't have platform. <laughs> and yeah, there is also some 
other difference, like my physique really match the NPC criteria and not so much the IFBB uh, because I'm a, a little bit too muscular for the bikini division in IFBB and in NPC, really, I, I really fit the criteria better. So yeah, I switched to NPC. Also, my coach is uh, in the USA and in the new USA, you, have, you don't have IFBB. You almost only have NPC. So if I want to go in the USA to compete, to meet my coach, to meet my team, Prophysic, uh, yeah, I had to, to switch to NPC. Mm -hmm. So in 2020, I, I did the Ben Vider uh, so last year. And then the week after, I went to Alicante. I did the amateur show and I placed uh, second at the overall and I won my program. And uh, then I decided to, to keep going. I wanted to go to Bulgar um, Romania, uh, to Bucharest, but I got a positive COVID test. <laughs> Do you think you actually had COVID? Honestly, I, I don't think so because I had no symptoms, not at all. And I really didn't expect to have a positive uh, yeah. test. But anyway, I, had, uh, I could go to San Marino uh, after. And I placed uh, second at the San Marino show uh, so last November. Uh, so I earned points for the Olympia. Um, yeah, I think last year, this is when I really uh, get known because, uh, because I, I won my pro card in Alicante, which is a, a really big, big show. And then in San Marino, earning pro for the Olympia is not, uh, it's not nothing. So <laughs> like, what I, you know, we spoke a lot during that time of all the uncertainty and I think it for me I could hear all the UK worrying but I kept thinking you are not Chloe right now in Switzerland not in the country like if things change it affects the international people so much more than the UK and I always like try and say that to people just to I guess it is hard it is hard for everyone but I always try and think even for myself there is always someone in a more difficult position and for you last year the stress like you handled the stress very well and just to keep going when there was you know they I think during that time there was a lot of change happening in the UK and it's yeah. hard for me in the UK to keep up to date with what's going on so for you in a different country having to deal with you know keeping up to date with what is happening in Switzerland but then the UK and then Alicante like you did very very well uh, I have to say. Uh, yeah it was really stressful I had to change my plan multiple times like at, at the at the beginning of the season I didn't the plan wasn't to do those shows, but I had to adapt. And uh, yeah, when I have a, an issue, I'm just like, okay, what can I do to, to resolve the, the problem? Uh, and yeah, I, I handled stress pretty well, but yeah, it wasn't easy. <laughs> Honestly, it wasn't easy. And a lot of uh, refunds on the last minute um, uh, plan tickets to book and uh, a, lot, a lot of changes. Uh, so yeah. And it all worked out okay, but talk to like what it will be interesting to hear your opinion on how your physique changed to every show because I remember 
you saying in at the Ben Weeder, you felt not your best. And then yeah. Alicante, I I noticed your you your physique was a lot tighter. Like everything, yeah. it kind of I I always find your first show, you're never your best. And then maybe it's the stress or I don't know, but I always find your next show, you're like, ah, like this is the physique I've I want to actually present. Um so yeah, talk to us about that because I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. In in London, I wasn't ready. I mean in Alicante, I was still not lean enough, I think because it was just one week later, so I couldn't really lose a lot of fat. But yeah, in London, I was a little bit, I don't know, I was holding water or I didn't uh, reload, no, how do you say, uh, carb load. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we hadn't carb load enough, I think maybe. For the first show, you are always a little bit more um, careful, mm-hmm. I would say, with yeah. the, so because you don't really know how your body will react yeah or maybe you're, you're a little bit more yeah careful and then at the second show so in alicante we knew we had to really really uh load a lot more mm. with food with water uh, and at the amateur show my physique really was really tighter but my physique was really the best in san marino because i had five or six more weeks to be ready mm-hmm. and I, I got stage lean ready really yeah. ready for stage because I had more time to diet actually yeah the beauty of time um, and I think what has what is interesting to see or what was interesting to see last year was a lot of people planned a date so I don't know maybe August or July mm-hmm. and even though it was frustrating that little extra time was beneficial like it did benefit them because they just as like the extra time it just makes everything like it all comes together um what were the hardest times for you being an amateur I hate I can't say this word you know you have a word you cannot say I can never say amateur amateur yeah so what (laughs) what were the hardest Looking back, what were the hardest parts or hardest, yeah, what were the hardest parts of being an amateur and especially in your country as well? Uh, well, in 2019, I would say I there was not because I had no pressure, really. I, I didn't even, I didn't do this to place. I just wanted to, to, to have the experience of competing once. Mm. So honestly, I... In, in Switzerland, you couldn't even turn pro. So could just be amateur. <laughs> yeah. uh, last year, it was a little bit different for me because I have a lot, uh, a big community on social media and uh, people knew that my goal was to turn pro. So I had the pressure to win my pro card. And honestly, I, I, I didn't really think I would win my pro card in Alicante because the show was so big there are there were like 80 girls 80 bikini in total so honestly when I I placed second in at the Ben Vider in London and when I placed second in my category I thought okay Alicante is is huge I won't get it <laughs> and I think the pressure from the people who are watching me on YouTube and social media 
that was a little bit hard to handle, but um, yeah, I think. But it shows though, like you play second at the Ben Reader, and then like you didn't it, you didn't stop. This is the thing, like little things can make such a difference, and I really try to tell people now. One placing, you you have no idea the next yeah. week or the next two weeks what could happen. Like you really do not know. Of course, and it always depends. It doesn't depend only on you. Like okay, at the Ben Vider, my physique wasn't the best, but you never know the judges, the girls that are on stage with you. So yeah, when I get out of stage in London, I called my coach and I said, okay, what do we do next to be better in, in Alicante? And that's it. I didn't even say, yeah, I'm disappointed or anything. I just like, what do we do to yeah. be better next week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a lot can happen in a week. A lot can yeah. happen in a week. So, yeah. No, I loved it. it was, I was watching the Alicante live stream with Katie. And I was just like, trust me, I was, I was hyped. It was so late at night. And I was just, honestly, it was so mad to see both you and Alison get the pro card at the same week. I was like, love this. It was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was cool. What, um, another element I want to talk about is like bringing everyone, a lot of people really loved your look last year and what you yeah. like what you brought to the stage um obviously you work with Georgia Rose Bikinis here is a very good friend of mine as well so we actually spoke quite a bit like she was asking me like what like what look like what shoes does like Chloe have what jewelry have you ordered um just to make sure that like your whole look kind of came together um mm-hmm. which it did you should be really proud of yourself for that but talk to us about like I don't know what I know you wore green for 2019, but what decision, like what was the process for you choosing the shoes, the jewellery, the bikini colour this, well, not this year, but last year? Yeah. Um, So for the bikini, I knew I didn't want a red because in 2019 I had a red and it doesn't fit me the best. Uh, I had a true cross, so I wanted something in the blue blue green something like that so i actually talked a lot with georgia to uh, to pick a color and she um proposed me the baby blue i had in uh, in in london and in alicante and i loved it i really really loved it and i think it's really my color mm-hmm. and then we went for a dark blue and purple for san marino and uh, yeah, I think the blue, purple are really my colors. So that's something I didn't know this before. Now I know, it's good. <laughs> and um, for the shoes, I really like high heels uh, because I'm really comfortable in heels. So I don't mind having really high and no strap because I, yeah, I'm comfortable in heels. So I don't really need strap. But Bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always so jealous of people that can wear strapless and people say to me she's like Jasmine surely you practice enough that you can wear strapless I'm like I don't know what it is but you either can wear straps or you you can either wear strapless or you just never can so yeah I'm always impressed but I see you and Alison in your strapless heels I'm just like you go you go girl (laughs) sorry carry on (laughs) Yeah, that's for the shoes. Also, you uh, gave me some 
tips, some advice. Uh, so I really listened to you as well. And uh, yeah, that's why I went for the cocktail uh, diamond tea. Mm -hmm. I love the shoes, really. They are my shoes. <laughs> it's and, uh, mad though, like when, well, what shoes, actually, what shoes did you have when you did IFBB? Was it the gut? I can't remember if it was a gala you wore. Uh, you remember? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no platform. Mm. Very, very uh, minimalist. Like no, no uh, sparkle. Not the mm -hmm. Nothing. Uh, and a question for you: Like, do you have wide feet or do you have standard feet? Wide. Wide. Yeah. It's, it's interesting talking to different people because I. When I found out the difference between the lip and the cocktail, like that IGTV I did, like mm -hmm. it's interesting how even for me, like with I have very standard feet, but I personally like the cocktail. Um, but yeah, I wasn't sure whether you had like actually wide feet or not. So no. yeah, before to find come back, I ordered shoes online, and they were so narrow for my feet. And uh, then I saw your uh, Instagram page. And I contacted you through Instagram mm. and I asked, what shoes do you recommend for a wide fit? Because I can't uh, fit my the shoes I ordered. Mm. Uh, so I, I really needed your advice on you. Directly, you told me quick tail on the, they're perfect. <laughs> it makes such a difference though. Does like when you're rotating, posing, everything, like your ability for your feet to, I don't know what the word is, but like just to, feel like sturdy and like yeah it makes such a difference especially if you have wide feet and I saw so many girls wearing a lip style and I don't I love a lip but if you have wide feet and you are trying to wear a lip good luck yeah you have to use a um, hair dryer yeah literally <laughs> time so if you're if you before stage you can't heat up your shoes <laughs> And you're screwed. You're literally screwed. Um, so, which, did did you prefer the bagel blue then over the Samarino bikini color you had? Yeah, My, the baby blue is really. I have a how do you say um, hearts? Yeah, your hearts will be with that. Yeah, color. yeah, that makes but sense. I, I really like the purple too, and the, it worked. I would say. <laughs> I think what is interesting as well with bikini colors is I I don't know what your experience was with your first time competing but I found the first show choosing the bikini color I thought it was the end of the world if I chose the wrong color like it was so scary whereas it just shows sometimes like you need to try a yeah. few different colors and sometimes if you like if you don't try that color you will never know so, yeah, good. actually, yeah. I thought at first that the red would be my favorite. Mm. And actually, it's my least favorite. So, but it's hard to choose, but then it doesn't really do everything on stage. Mm. Like, even if you don't have the right color, I still want the overall, even with a color that didn't fit me perfectly. Yeah. So, yeah, in bikini, it's, you know, it's everything. It's not just the bikini color or just yeah. the fitting physique or just the posing it's just it's the overall so. <laughs> so the next thing I want to ask you is the realities of having a longer prep and a competing season because 
I I guess like I, I don't know a hundred percent this answer, but I guess that you did not plan to have such a long dieting phase in addition to how many shows you did as well. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, actually, uh, the length of my prep was planned because uh, from the beginning we have planned uh, the Ben Rider. It just changed the competition. At first, it was um, Olympia. I'm a, uh, yeah, um, um, amateur, amateur, oh, that, that word I love, amateur <laughs> Olympia. <laughs> and then it changed to the Ben Vider, but it was the same date. Mm-hmm. So we had this, this date planned for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, even in 2019, I prepped for 22 weeks because I, have, I had 10 kilos to lose mm-hmm. uh, for both prep, actually. And now I'm uh, nine kilos over stage weight. So I would say... 10 kilos is what I have to lose to be on stage. Uh-huh. And if you don't plan enough time, you are not ready on stage. I see girls who prep in like 10 weeks and I'm like, yeah, how? how? <laughs> and usually the girls who prep for like 10, 12 weeks are not ready uh, because they didn't have enough time or they have, they have to go very aggressive with uh-huh. the diet and to, to do too much cardio and they are really tired and it shows on your yeah. physique yeah so 20 weeks was the plan we did 22 to the ben rider but uh, my prep lasts for 29 weeks until the san marino pro and honestly as i had just said uh, i was really ready in san marino so it took me like 29 weeks to be ready and uh, for the physique the best but it's true that it's it's long (laughs) like the last months not before your first show because you are so excited but between show between shows waiting five six weeks is long because you are really you are like i'm ready to to be done with dieting i'm done with dieting but you have to keep going (laughs) and also i was this prep I, i was really tired really 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 tired because I have some hormonal issues and thyroid issues and uh, it was hard because I was tired all the time and couldn't focus and uh, my trainings were shit really I was weak I I lost uh, I lost some muscle mass and strength a lot of strength because of of this so um, that's that's what is hard but also that's what it takes to be ready to be really stagely and ready <laughs> do you think if there was another show after San Marino do you think you would have done it or do you think you still would have stopped honestly I'm not sure <laughs> now I would say I would have stopped but when you are in it you're like oh okay I have another show in three weeks we go we go for it so I think I would have done it <laughs> No, I, it, I know what you mean like you just think oh it's only an extra like three weeks and then, I think that's sometimes why it's good there is actually a season like it does stop yeah. at some point because I think some people like yeah they would want and of course like you love the shows and I think yeah. it's weird isn't it afterwards every weekend for the past two months for example have been really exciting and then suddenly your weekend goes back to normal <laughs> 
<laughs> and yeah, when you prepped for like six months or five months, you want to do as much show as you can, as many shows as you can. Uh, you don't want to, to to prep for five months and just do one show. So as many shows uh, as there is, you want to do them all. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So what are the plans? Like, I kind of know anyway, but like, what are the plans um, for you this year? Like competing, business, life. Let's not like, let's forget COVID, but like generally, like what's your focus at the moment? Um, and what are the plans? So for competing this year, I'm taking the whole year off because of my hormones. Uh-huh. Um, my body doesn't keep up with me, <laughs> I would say, because, yeah, naturally for a woman, it's really, really hard uh, for the hormones, for the thyroids. And uh, I prepped for two years back to back. So now I need uh, a longer off season just uh, to, to rest, to recover, to really take care of my health because... That's the priority for me. Uh, my health will, will, will always be uh, first, not atrophy. Uh, so yeah, year off for me. Uh, I, I hope I can compete in um, spring 2022. And uh, if not, it will, it will be in fall 22. But uh, yeah. It will, be, so, it, it will be very quick though. Like how yeah. quick has the past year like gone into? Yeah, also with COVID, I think it's the right year to take a year off. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I don't want to prep again for last, for, uh, as last year, not know if my show will be maintained. Mm. So, yeah, it's a pretty good timing. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And what about your physique? Like, are there areas that you want to particularly improve on this off-season? Um, and then for business, like, what is what is happening? If you can say, if you can't say, then it's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, for my physique, actually, my feedback in San Marino was changed nothing. So I don't have really anything to improve. I just really have to keep my muscle mass and to keep my balance because I, I have a really balanced physique that the judges liked. So I keep training, but I don't have to really, really improve something in particular. We can always improve, but I don't have a, a big lack of more. Yeah. Uh, and the only, only thing about not competing this year is just that I had points for the Olympia. So that's what makes it difficult for me because I can just uh, put a cross on it. <laughs> And we have to start over in 2022, but anyway. And uh, for my business, so this is really the focus for me right now. So, yeah, I have I have lots of things. So I have my coaching, I have YouTube, I have my uh, guides and programs like ebooks. Uh, I have accessories. And um, right now uh, I will be launching a new guide on Fat Loss next week. I just decided... This is the first time I talk about it. Uh, I will be translating all my guides and program in English. Yes. <laughs> because your English is so good. So why not? Thanks. And if you need me to check, I can check. It's fine. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, this is uh, one project. I have one other project, but this is still secret. Um, That's fine. That's fine. It will be huge, honestly. It will be big. So. Love it. Love yeah. it. 
So the last quote, well, there's two questions I want to ask you, but the second to last question, what ha- what do you think has changed since you have become pro? Like, do you think you approach things differently? Do you see yourself in a different light? Has your mindset changed? Like, has anything changed? Or what has changed since you turned pro, if anything has? Well, uh, when I was an amateur, I mean, in 2019, my goal wasn't to go, wasn't even to turn pro. So it was just like, as I, as I said, a challenge, something I wanted to try to experience once, but it was just like something temporary. Like I do this, I do two shows and, and then that's done. And I just take my, my normal life back. Mm-hmm. Now it's a little bit different because it's my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's a part of my life. And everything I do, like nutrition, nutrition, um, nutrition and the uh, training mm-hmm. is with I, I always have in mind that the goal is to go to the Olympia now mm. so yeah now I'm trying to to not overshoot my body fat percentage so I'm, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to to stay stage lean ready as, as I said I already gained eight nine kilos but my goal is not to to really uh, gain too much because I'm always thinking, okay, I will have to prep again. Mm. So that's something I have in mind. Also, my training, I'm I'm still pushing because I want to improve, not not to get bigger, but just still to to get better. Yeah. But it's, it's uh, like Janet's physique; like she hasn't gained yeah. a crazy amount, but it's like it's just I don't know what the word is, but yeah, we're both we're, like for people listening, we're both doing something with our hands right now. Um, so yeah hopefully you guys can understand what we mean <laughs> but yeah I know exactly what we mean okay perfect um, <laughs> and um, what did I yeah and I also I'm much more interested in the bodybuilding world I would say I'm just really keeping up with what is going on even though I'm not competing I'm still watching the show the promoters the the events everything and uh, yeah, I'm much more like uh, not interested, but um, I don't know. You you can still um, like the the passion doesn't stop, and there's still ways that you can still be involved, like I mean, it, yeah. in the industry. Um, just because, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I'm I'm much more involved than in the past. Amazing. So last question. I think I told you this one. I hope I did. What makes you not just a bikini girl? So this has to be something that maybe isn't fitness related, but something that people might not know about you. (laughs) Well, with everything that I share on social media, I think people know everything about me. (laughs) But um, it's it's hard to, to answer this question, but I would say I'm I'm really not, I don't really fit in the bikini image that we can have uh, for bikini girl. I don't know. I don't feel, sometimes I don't really feel like I fit in the bodybuilding world mm-hmm. because I'm a little bit different. And I. <laughs> do you think it's because, sorry, this is a really random question, but do you think it's because there isn't a lot of European pro athletes, do you think? Maybe, but also because I'm I'm extremely transparent about everything on social media, mm. and 
and in yeah in the bodybuilding world people usually don't don't say everything they do yeah. and i do and, uh, people don't really like it sometimes and also i do things very differently uh, like you know i i do uh, flexible dieting yeah. for my shoes until the end like i don't switch to a meal plan like two weeks before or anything and uh, people realize because i i I document my prep on YouTube like every day. I film every day, everything. I show everything. And people realize that you can be successful with flexible dieting. And they don't really like it because they've been believing uh, for years that you have to eat just rice, broccoli and chicken every day to have a lean physique. I show that you can eat chocolate until the end in small yeah. quantities that you can. And they don't like they don't really like the image I give of the bodybuilding, maybe. Because, <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe some people potentially might think flexible means easier, and it doesn't. Like, it is still hard. A prep is a prep. A prep is hard. It doesn't matter if you are prepping via a meal plan or if you are prepping via flexible dieting. Like, it's still hard. Maybe it's sometimes it can even be harder because you can eat everything you want, but you have to, like, you can eat a little bit, bit of, uh, sorry, a little piece of chocolate, mm. but you have to stop after like 10 grams. You can yeah. have more. And some people, if they can have 10 grams, they won't stop. Mm. So they prefer not having the possibility to have that because they couldn't uh, control themselves. So it can be even harder. Because you have to really control yourself when you have you can eat everything mm. you want, but you well, well you have macros so you can't really. <laughs> but that's the power, isn't it? Though, like you are choosing not to. It's the yeah. free- you have the freedom, but you choose not to have the freedom. That is the power, I think. So it's not. It's really not easier, honestly. It's mm. for me. It is because I couldn't follow a meal plan for months I just can't even for one week it's oh my god I can't eat the same thing almost every day or I just like to eat what I want to eat on that day but so yeah you have to do what what's best for you what works for you but people can't really in their mind like they have um, limited beliefs that make them believe that they you can be uh, lean Mm. Uh, and with flexible dieting and uh, I know that yeah some people don't believe that I do it (laughs) which is funny because on YouTube you you can watch me eating this thing so I don't know why I say like yeah I eat this and then I eat broccoli and rice so I'm like what the fuck then then you would be over your calories so yeah yeah people don't know it's really strange but yeah that's I was, I, I yeah. So I would say um, another thing that I think is it's not a fitness related. If you don't watch Chloe's stories just to look at how beautiful her apartment is and what she has done with that place, that let me tell you, she helped me make my bedroom look the way it is because I remember <laughs> sending her a photo of my bedroom, saying to her. I don't know what to do. Like I, I want, I want to put a mirror on the wall. I want to put shelves that like, I don't know where to put them. And then she sent me back a photo and she circled like where to put everything. So you have a very good eye for interior design. So you know, <laughs> you go as well. 
Thanks. That's... You are so good at that. Like, you're, I love your apartment. Like, the design, it's like it flows. It's very minimalist, but like, it's very Chloe as well at the same time. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm. I'm still uh, waiting for my bar because I have uh, I ordered it in December and with COVID there is like uh, delays so I should have it this week and then uh, my apartment will be done and I can do a home tour on YouTube okay. uh, with all of the re references so yeah but thank you <laughs> I am waiting I am waiting for the home tour that is really annoying I ordered a coffee table for my office because I have this plant but my dogs keep eating it so I thought right if I have a coffee table it will you know they, they can't touch the top them they can't touch the plant and I ordered it January and saying like I think I will be lucky to get it maybe April so tough That's yeah <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on the podcast Thank you. <laughs> you had nothing to worry about because your English is so good. So you girls, man, you tell me that your English isn't good. So I prepare myself and then they are perfect. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My accent is not very good. Sometimes I, I really struggle, but <laughs> no, you did so good, babe. But um, if everyone um, did enjoy the podcast, then do make sure you tag us, subscribe. I will leave Chloe's details below as well um, so you can all subscribe to her YouTube channel and wait for her house tour because I am waiting. So <laughs> thank you so much, babe.